But let's move right into the word of the Lord today. Genesis 32, 28. The power of prayer. <clears throat> Persistent prayer. Hold on. Somebody say, hold on. Somebody look at your neighbor. Look at your neighbor and say, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Mama said prayer is all you have when trouble comes. So when trouble came, I prayed and I prayed and nothing happened for me. But Mama said when you pray, God listens. I prayed again. And this time I prayed just a little longer. But to no avail, my prayers were not answered. Again, Mama said, God is always on time. He's never too late. Well, I prayed again, and I looked around, and I couldn't find or see God at all. Why should I pray, Mama, when all three times I didn't see anything happen? Well, Mama said, were you sincere? Yes, Mom. Mama asked another question. Did you tell God exactly what you needed from him? Yes, Mama, I, I think so. But God already knows what I need, so why am I praying? Mama said, boy, you need to, you ain't praying hard enough. Go back and stay until you get an answer from God fight baby hold on to God's unchanging hand and watch him bless your life how many of you heard mama say prayer works you went and prayed and nothing happened you went back and mama said go do it again I prayed and nothing happened Your response, why do I need to pray when God already knows how I'm feeling? Why do I need to get on my knees and say the Lord's Prayer when he knows that I'm struggling with issues in my life? I'm in a fight right now and when we... When we look at this text here and we look at the story of Jacob and how many of you know the story of Jacob? You heard the story of Jacob and you heard the story of Jacob and Esau. And Jacob was fighting from the time he was conceived in his womb to this moment in his life. He was fighting for identity all of his life. How many of you have been in a fight of identity? Come on, I want you to really be honest today you you've been fighting with your identity you're you're really trying to figure out who am I because people know me to be a certain way I've done some things in my life that were just not good at all I've done some things that have not been good and I'm really ashamed of it and, and I'm really struggling with the guilt of of who I've become and who I was allowed to be. And God, why did you make me this way? And why did you allow these things to happen in my life? Somebody say, hold on. 
It's the power of prayer. <laughs> when we look at this text here and we think about it, there are three things that are happening that I want to define throughout this series. There is persistence. If you open up your, if you open up your app today, we got fill-in notes today, so y'all get ready to write. Sister Doreen, this is this is what she's gonna love today. She's been asking me to do it, and so I said, let me go ahead and do it in honor of Sister Doreen today. All right, open up your app and just tap right there on the blank, and you can just fill your notes in right there. Your app. So if you go to your app, come on, everybody should have your app out. Come on, come on, that's your Bible. It's a sin to come to the Rock Church and you don't open up your app. That's blasphemy before God. Open up your app. I want you sitting here not looking at your app. I want you to take notes, all right? We're going to sit here and put this lesson together for you to go to sleep. Wake up. Pay attention. Rebuke sleep off of your life. Persistence is the act well, let me get out of the app and go to my notes. <laughs> Persistence is the act or fact of perseverance. Power, it is the possession of control, authority, or influence over others. Prayer, an addressed or specific position, petition that requires, hear this, that requires the participation of God. Persistence. It is the act or fact of perseverance. Somebody say, hold on. Power is the possession of control, authority, or influence over others. Prayer, here it is, an address or specific petition that requires the participation of God. Somebody say, my prayer, my specific address or petition that I have before God requires that he participates. Hmm. So if you don't pray, can we say that there is no participation from God? We didn't say ask. We said pray. Pray, 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 pray. When, when, when you're praying, it means that you're seeking him. It means that you're coming to him for an answer. Not just asking, but you're coming to him for an answer answer. I want to give you today three principles of endured persistence. The power of prayer. Genesis 32, 28 says, he said, your name shall no longer be Jacob, but Israel. You have striven with God and with men and have prevailed. Your name shall no longer be Jacob. No longer be Jacob. The power of prayer. Hold on. Here we are. The principles of endured persistence. 
when you're in a fight, and I was talking to a couple pastors and just asking some questions, and when you're in a fight and, and you're fighting someone, regardless of who wins, somebody's going to get hurt. Regardless if you're the winner, you're going to get hurt. Regardless if you're on the losing side, you're going to get hurt. When you're in a fight, nobody leaves a fight without having the residue of a fight. Somebody might have more scars than you, more bruises than you, but each and every person that is in the fight is going to feel what? The pain of the fight. You're going to leave with some marks, some scars, some bruises, some things that will affect you in a fight. Jacob was on his way to see his brother, but he's in a fight. Because when you read up in the previous scriptures there, in the verses there, he's worried about his brother killing him. He's worried about his brother taking his livestock. Because all Jacob could think about all of his life is, is that he took his brother's birthright. Not only did he take his brother's birthright, but he tricked him out of his birthright. Not only did he trick him out of his birthright, not only did he steal the birthright, but he lied to his father about his brother's birthright. Not only did he steal it, not only did he trick it, not only, not only did he lie to his father, but his mama helped him do it. Mm. Mama taught me how to pray, but mama taught me how to be a trickster. Mothers, I want to say something to you about your sons. Don't love them so much that you teach them how to play tricks. <laughs> Don't love that boy so much that you teach him how to lie. And you teach him how to be mischievous. Because you love him so much that you want him to have what the other brother has or what somebody else has. Don't rub his head so much that you infuse him with mischievous works because you want him to be so great. You want him to be so strong. You don't want him to be a wuss. Be careful in how you raise your sons, mothers. Because when we look at this here, his mother his mother told him to do it. Whew. It's bad enough that he already has an issue and a struggle with who he is, but then to add to it when somebody else helps you become what you're struggling with. The principles of endure persistence. When we look at the story, it, it, it says that that the angel came to mess with a man, came to mess with Jacob. I'm in a fight of my life. I'm worried about my brother. I don't know if he's going to kill me. I don't know what he's going to do. Text says he was left alone to himself. But when you're in a spiritual fight, can I tell you something? And God is trying to get you to really deal with who you are because Jacob had an issue with who he really was. 
He had an issue. He had a problem with who he really was. How many of you are sitting here today and you're asking God to bless you? You're asking God to free you. You're asking God to make you something new, but you really got an issue with who you are. Mm. I don't like being Jacob. I don't like the fact that I stole my brother's birthright. I don't like the man that I have become. I, I don't like the fact that, that I used my uncle. Hmm. He was never in a position where he had to be truthful. Come on now. C come on. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Jacob was never in a position in his life where he had to be truthful. Everybody that he came in contact with used his issue against him. His mama used it against him. His uncle used it against him. Work seven years, you'll get this girl. Uncle turn around and trick him and give him the wrong chick. Man, that's, that's crazy, James. I see, this, I, 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 I see this fine chick, and I'm working hard, laboring for seven years. And then I go in that night, and I got the wrong chick. Something is wrong. She, she jacked up. She jacked up. She ain't my type. I got the wrong girl, and I got to work another seven years. Oh, come on now. How many of you have been turning tricks? How many of you have been turning spiritual tricks in your life? You tricking. You out here trapping. Come on. Yeah, I hang out at the barbershop. Come on, Zay, you know what I'm talking about. Y'all tricking. You got the wrong chick in your house. After seven years, your uncle gives you the wrong chick. Now you got to turn around and work another seven years. And you still ain't happy. Whew. But you're struggling. And nobody's helping you to get out of this struggle. They, they kept him in the struggle. And here we see he's getting ready to meet his brother and he's saying, God, what are you going to do? He goes to sleep. And the first principle of endure persistence, when you're struggling and you're in a fight, God's going to send a man, a spirit to mess with you. Come on, fill it in. You are messed with, antagonized by the Spirit of God. When we look at this verse here in verse 24, it says, Then Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him until daybreak. You guys have heard me say it. Unfulfilled dreams are simply frustrated nightmares. Woo! When you can't fulfill what you really want to do in life, one night you're going to have a frustrated nightmare. It's going to come to antagonize you. It's going to come to mess with you while you're sleeping. I'm in a struggle and you're messing with me. You're antagonizing me about my dream. and You're antagonizing me about the struggle I'm going through. But you've got to hold on. Come on now. You've you got to hold on because you're in a fight. And you didn't start the fight. The fight came to you. A ain't nothing worse than you minding your business, Crema. And the bully comes to start a fight. And you got to fight. Because your mama said, don't come home running. You got to get back out there and you got to fight. I'm glad my mom never did that to me. 
She, she did that to my brother Peter. I wasn't the fighter. But how many of you have been in a place in your life where the Spirit has been messing with you about your struggle? It's antagonizing you about what you're trying to get rid of. I don't want to be this way, but it's antagonizing you. It's messing with you. It's picking at you, and you're so frustrated. I'm, I'm minding my own business. I, I don't want to be Jacob anymore. I, 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 Lord, I need you to help me. Endure persistence has everything to do with a spirit of antagonizing. The spirit can be an antagonist to get you to do what he wants you to do. He won't leave you alone. He won't move and he won't stop talking and he'll cause everything in your life to become frustrated. Jacob is here and the man is wrestling with him. But not only are you messed with, but you are pressed to hold on. When you're broken and torn, you're pressed to hold on. It says that when he saw that Jacob had not prevailed against him, he touched the socket of his thigh so that the socket of Jacob's thigh was dislocated while he wrestled with him. He cheated. Huh? He, he cheated, James. He, he, he didn't play fair. Because Jacob was so strong to say, I, I'm not going to let you go. I, I, I'm going to stay right here. You started this fight. You came and messed with me. You know I got an issue. I ain't letting you go because I don't want to be this way. I'm tired of feeling this way. I want my family to see me as being blessed. I want them to see the change in my life. But I've got some dirty ways about me. They call me things that I just don't like. How can I face my brother? How can I face my family? You, you, you heard my father say on yesterday, you start talking about me. That was me. That was me. I dealt with it for years. How do I face my brothers and my sisters? Because I brought so much shame to my family. I brought so much shame to 7315 Delenbar. Oh, I, I brought so much shame to my aunties and to my uncles. How do I show up at a family reunion? How do I show up and sing? How do I say that I'm a pastor and I I've got so many dirty things about my life that I'm not proud about. And you're messing with me. You're antagonizing me, telling me that I'm going to be a pastor. You're telling me that I'm going to be a good husband. You're telling me, and I'm afraid that when I have children, that my children are going to do the same thing that I did. I got some issues, but you're messing with me. And now you cheat. And you press me to hold on in the middle of my pain. Hmm. Some say they don't believe that Jacob felt the pain. But I beg to differ. When you're in a fight with God, you're going to feel the pain. You're going to feel the pain. You're going to feel some things being torn away from you. You're going to feel the pain of being broken. I'm broken, but you're making me hold on. You're pressing me to hold on. You're pressing me to hold on. Persistence in prayer. The power of prayer will press you to hold on. The power of prayer will mess with you so much that you will hold on to God's unchanging hand. 
Come on now. Who am I talking to today? The power of prayer. The, the power of prayer. The, the power of prayer. I don't like ashamed to show my face. Ashamed to go to a class reunion because people remember me for being a no good, no good joker. Come on now. Who am I talking to today? You don't want to show your face. You don't want to go around. I can just stay at home. But you got to meet your brother. You got to meet Esau. And you're preparing for the worst because you know that you've done wrong in your life. But you come to the crossroad where God is getting ready to say, I've messed with you. I pressed you to hold on. But then Jacob says, I will not let go until you bless me. I, I don't care what you're going to do right now. We're in this fight. I'm going to hold on until you bless me, until you change me. I'm not praying for money right now. I'm not praying for other people right now. I'm praying that you save my life. I'm praying that this depression won't overtake me. I'm praying that suicide won't overtake me. I'm praying right now. I ain't gonna let you go, God, because I feel like giving up. I feel like throwing in the towel. I feel like just giving my whole life away because I don't want to be this way. But you called me to this place. I'm gonna hold on until you bless me. Number three, you are blessed by God and released from what people remember you to be. Come on, Sister Byrne, how, how many of you know the pain of walking in a room and people remember you to be what you used to be? Come on now. So you know what we do? We try to dress it away. We monetize it with material things. We get degrees, we get houses, and we get a bay, we get a boo, we do all types of stuff. We get weave. Come on, I ain't, I ain't, I'm, just, I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we wear fake Gucci, fake true religion, fake gold rings. We do so many things to try to cover who we really are because we're afraid that somebody's going to remind us of who we really are. <laughs> come on now, come on, come on now, of, of who we really are. <laughs> that's who you are. That, that's, that's who you are. Jacob didn't understand. Bless me, bless me, bless me. I can't bless you until you allow me to bless you for who you really are. I don't want to bless you for something that you're not. I want to bless you for who you are. Who am I? Come on now. It says in the scripture, come on. I want you to look at this really quick. It says in the scripture here, it says that Jacob, as he prayed, as he held on, it says, and he said, your name shall no longer be Jacob, but Israel, for you have striven struggled in opposition and labored with God, with men and have prevailed. Then Jacob asked and said, please tell me your name. He said, why is it that you ask my name? And he blessed him right there. But he was still in a fight while he blessed him. See, most of you want the 12 round to end and you get the unanimous decision. 
and everybody see your hand lifted. No, 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 no. He's going to bless you in the midst of the fight. He's going to bless you while you're still frustrated. He's going to bless you while you're still broken and torn. But here is the key right here. He changes my name. Come on now. He changes my name. Because see, if he never changed his name, then he would have never been able to walk in the full blessing of who he really was. His name was Jacob. Jacob represents what it, what it says in the Bible, a trickster. He was mischievous. He was a thief. God understood who he was, but he understood that his name was affecting his blessing. <laughs> his name was affecting his influence. His name was affecting the way people saw him and remembered him. I, 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 I'm not going to change you from who you are. I'm just going to change your name to what you're going to be. Come on now. Because people have to see change if they're going to follow you. See, this is what discipleship is all about. The power of prayer is when God changes what people remember you to be. Come on now. I was once old, but now I'm new. All things have passed away. Come on now. Are you hearing what I'm saying? He changed his name and he called him Israel. But not only did he change his name, he left him with a limp. Because changing my name is just not good enough. Sometimes people have to see that you have been through something for them to see change in your life. They got to see the change. He's walking now to see his brother, and he has a limp. He has a limp. What does the limp do? The limp allows your enemy to look at you more differently. Oh, I can't attack a limping man. Oh, see, y'all ain't getting it. Yeah. I, I can't beat my brother up, and he's limping. See, 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 the Lord will work your pain and your brokenness for your good. He'll work it in a way that when your enemy sees you, he'll straighten up and say, something happened to my brother. Something has changed in his life. I see the limp, but something has changed in his life. And because something has changed in his life, I've got to love him. Hold on. Come on, look at somebody and say, hold on. Come on, look at somebody and say, hold on. See, 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 you know what the problem is? I said, look at somebody, and you didn't look at them. Because y'all too cute. Y'all went just like this. Yeah, okay. The problem is you too cute to look at somebody in the eye and say, I really got to struggle. Because see, when you look at somebody in the eye, it tells the truth. Look at somebody sitting next to you. Look them in the eye and say, hold on. Because you ain't perfect. All of us are Jacob sitting up in here. All of us have done some things in our life that we don't like. The problem is that the church decides what's bigger than the other. Come on now. 
Come on now. Come on now. We, 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 we want to talk about adultery. We want to talk about homosexuality. We want to talk about all of this. What about you lying? What about you sitting right there right now? I wish he shut up. What about your mind? What about your thoughts? Because we all got bad thoughts. We all got some issues in our thoughts. None of us can ever escape the issue of our mind. There was an issue in his mind. He was so afraid to see his family. How many of us coming up to Thanksgiving have already prepared? You know, such and such is coming over, and I, I got to get my game face on. I got to get my game face on. Just don't invite them if you got to get your game face on. Stop being phony. We don't get along. We don't like each other. Let's just let it be what it is. I go to church. You don't go to church. I'm straight. We ain't going to argue about it no more. We just going to love each other. Mm. Why we got to be fake with family? Why we got to be fake with friends? If you don't like them, then why show up to the event? If you don't like them, then why they on your Instagram page? If you don't like them, why are you still connected to people that hang out with them? Y'all see how contradicting we are with our issues? We got to put our game face on because we're hanging out with people that don't receive us. Woo! That's powerful. You got you to gotta go through a week of preparation to hang out with your auntie. Auntie just ain't coming over my house. Sorry, but there ain't, ain't nobody dealing with that foolishness in 2019. Too many people are dying to walk around with, with, with unforgiveness and bitterness in your heart. I, I got to put my game face on because I got to be strong. No, I need to be around some people that's going to allow me to have a moment in my life. See, because you keep on pretending and people allow you to pretend that you're okay and you're not okay. Lift your hands. Your mind tells you that you're okay, but you're not okay. Because your flesh doesn't want you to be okay. Your flesh wants to hold you hostage to what you're struggling with. Because that's the only way that your flesh can have power over you. But I speak to your mind right now. I, I speak to the spirit of depression right now in Jesus' name. I speak to it now. I speak to it now. I come against the spirit of suicide right now in Jesus' name. I, I, I speak life to mental health right now in Jesus' name. The problem in the African-American church is, is we call them crazy, loony, witches, warlocks, not understanding that people got some real issues right here. Some real issues. Some real issues. And you tell them to pray in the Holy Ghost. I don't know what that is. I've been praying in the Holy Ghost. And I cannot get rid of this struggle. means that sometimes you got to come out and say I deal with depression I deal with suicide 
I deal with pornography. I deal with lying. I, I got a struggles. Sometimes you have to open up your mouth and say, God, you know I have this struggle. But I ain't going to let go until you bless me. And not only are you going to bless me, you're going to change my name like you changed Jacob's name so that when I see my family again, so that when I show my face again, my enemy is not against me, but my enemy gives me favor. Did y'all hear what I said? Sometimes you got to deal with your issue. The problem is they told us, pray, don't say it. Don't, don't say it out your mouth because then you're going to call it to come to pass. It's already coming to pass in my mind. What are y'all talking about? Baby, don't say it. Don't, 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 don't say it because now, the de now, you give now you get the devil power. You get the devil power when you keep your mouth closed. You give the devil all the power when you won't open up your mouth and tell the devil a liar. You are a liar. I know I got this struggle, but I ain't going to be this way the rest of my life because God's getting ready to change my name. God's getting ready to bless me. I, I got this struggle, but I ain't going to be this way the rest of my life because God done made a promise to me. And the power of prayer says that he has to participate in my struggle. Now, come on. God is a God that he will walk with you in your struggle. He'll sit with you. He'll cry with you. He'll go through the struggle with you. That's why prayer is a law. When you have a real lawyer, a real lawyer takes on your pain. A real lawyer will become your family member. A real lawyer will begin to feel a real, I'm talking about a real lawyer. Somebody who understands that when I take this case, I'm taking on the struggle. That means that my name is going to be a part of this. That means that my, my reputation, come on now, God is just that type of lawyer where his reputation is on the line because of your struggle. But if you never pray to him, he doesn't have a way to participate. Did you hear it? I'm not telling you to make your issue a pity party. I'm telling you to open up your mouth and call the devil a liar. Say it. Say it. Say it. Say it's all lies. The devil is a liar. The devil be damned. The devil be rebuked. I rebuke you for trying to accuse me of my struggle. Come on now. Did y'all hear this? Because the Bible says we were born into sin. So some things that you're struggling with, you were born into that struggle. You were born into pornography. Born. You were not born that way. You were born into, see, that's the difference. You were not born that way. You were born into it. So that means that one day you can be born again out of it. Ah, come on now, come on. come on. See, y'all want to hear that. You were not born that way. You were born into a handicap. You were born into a spirit of alcohol. You were born into a spirit of lying. You were born into a spirit of adultery that lingered in your generation. But the Bible says that you can be born again. 
the Bible says that when you meet Jesus Christ, he will cause the old man to sit down and all things will become new in your life. So what I've been born into, I can be born out of because I've got Jesus on my side. The power of prayer. Y'all ain't hearing it, y'all. Come on now, come on now. Come on, y'all. I need you to understand. I, I was born into something, but now I can be born again and born out of it into the new person that God called me to be. My name is Israel. I'm a father of many nations. I'm blessed to be blessed. Uh, I'm highly favored. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me besides the still waters. He restoreth my soul for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will not fear no evil. For thou art with me, thou art my rod, my staff. Did you hear me? Ah, thou anointest my head with oil. Thou preparest the table before mine enemies, and thou anointest my head with oil. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. All the days of my life. I'm born out of it because I've accepted Jesus Christ in my life. That's what salvation is about, what you were born into. Salvation allows you to be born out of it into something new, into something better. It changes my name. So when I look back at who I was, I can say, that's who I used to be. But this is who I am now. I'm a child of the king. I'm part of a royal priesthood. I'm blessed to be blessed. I'm great. I'm righteous. I'm a God in the earth. Uh, Come on, say it. Open your mouth and say, I'm great. I'm great. I'm powerful. I'm strong. Come on, speak to your mind right now. Speak to the devil of your mind right now and get ready to say, my mind's getting ready to be born again. I'm getting ready to be born again today. I'm not going to stay this way under this powerful anointing. God, you got to bless me. I'm tired of you messing with me. I'm tired of being antagonized. I'm tired of being pressed. But I need to be blessed. I want to see change. Come on now. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus means nothing. If you don't know how to be born again and how to live born again. Did y'all hear it? Nehemiah, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Nicodemus, born again. How can a man be born twice? Once in the natural, once in the spirit. God will change your life. I can go back and shake my father's hand. And he don't see me. The way that he saw me 20-some years ago, he sees me as his pastor. He sees me as his leader. I can call him and talk to him. I can call him and tell him, hey, this is what I'm hearing. I need you to hear my, the sound of my voice. When my brothers and sisters see me, they respect me as a pastor. They respect me as their brother because I was born again. God changed my life. When my family sees me, 
The problem is, is that sometimes family wants to keep you on the other side. But that's okay. Never argue with the other side. Because when you're on the other side, it means that you're not even connected to me. Lift your hands. Say, Lord, today I want to be born again. Jesus, forgive me of all of my sin. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, a portion, our time, our stewardship. Forgive us of our trespasses, those that have trespassed against us. Forgive us of our debts and our debtors. Father, lead us. Lead us not into temptation. Lord, deliver us from all evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, the glory. In Jesus' name, forever. Amen. Lift your hands. I want to be born again. You understand what it means to be born again? Being born again means that you are being born out of something into something. born again if you want to be saved you want Jesus to come into your life you want to make him your personal savior you, you never really never really understood what it means to be born again but today you're understanding that what I used to be the only way that I can change that is that I have to I have to come into the fold of Jesus. Salvation. Very simple. Forgiveness. Reconciliation. Forgiveness, it's a pardon. It's the greatest pardon that man can ever get. Do you know in certain pardons, it sometimes represents that you've committed the crime in the natural. And everybody knows that the only reason that you didn't finish your time is that you got a favor. Salvation is not a favor. <laughs> Salvation is true redemption. It means that God and nobody else knows what your sentence used to be. There is no record of it. There is no declassifying. There is no classification. 
Redemption says the moment that you become saved, he washes it away by the blood of the lamb. Come on now, come on now. That's the greatest pardon that any man could ever receive because nobody can go back in your history unless you tell them. And put it in your face because God says, I don't remember that. I don't even know where that person is. I don't even know what you're talking about. I, I, I have no remember. I have no records. I don't have a separate computer that I'm hiding it in. I, the moment that they came into my kingdom, I washed it all away and they were born again with a new name, a new identity, and you have no reason to hide. You want to rededicate your life to God. You want to reconnect. Lift your hand if you're in this place today. Come on. You're looking for a church home. You need to get to church. Church is not watching T.D. Jakes, R.A. Vernon, Stephen Furtick on your internet. That's not church. That's cheating. That's being selfish, self-righteous. Church is when you can sit next to people that you don't know and you're changed in the midst of imperfect people. If you're here today, I want you to lift your hands. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name.